Hello, hello, and welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers with real originators in the trenches, just like you every single day. If they can go there, how come I can't go there? Well, you can't. Like if you don't water your plants, you don't have future crops. You can't feed your family. You can't make a living. This is watering your crops. You have to find your community and you have to dig in. If it wasn't for you guys, I can tell you, probably my trajectory would have been a completely different one. We'll see you on the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Hello, everybody. This is your Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers. I am Sean Zalmanoff and joined today by the Kenneth Travis. Kenneth, it is always good to see you and always on the podcast. We are bringing fire for you. Hey guys, if you don't know, you can join our community for absolutely free. All you have to do is go to becomenl.com. You get access to our fabulous platform online. You get access to download our app. You get access to Foundations 90, a little 90-day accountability program. Lots of things right at your fingertips that you can treat yourself to. And the reason I start with that today is because we're going to talk a little bit about goal planning. We're going to talk about ETMs and actions that matter. And we are going to help move the needle in your business. And really to move the needle in your business, you often sometimes need a little extra accountability because it's easy in the winter time. It's easy between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's easy after the first of the year to like just pause. Oh man, things are slower. So I'm going to slow down. But I'll tell you the people who are going to kill it in 2024 are not slowing down right now. Their business might be slower as most of ours have been over the last year versus the few previous, but there's a lot of things that we can do. Our ATMs that can move the needle in our business. And now is the time to work on those. And so we want to share a couple of things that we're doing with you today. Well, I'm just still stuck on, you said free community. Like you still have me at free community where your 90 day plan can begin for free, right? For free. So it ties in really well with what we're going to talk about today. So um, yes, Sean, I, I like that opening. I think that's a good um clear way of of really challenging those that are listening. What are you doing or what have you done to plan your year, right? Ha- have you planned your year, right? And that's something that I know Sean and I, uh, Sean, we both have always tried to plan that, you know, typically in December, right? And, you know, we like to plan our 90-day season. We like to plan our, um, you know, I like to break it into 90-day seasons throughout the year, which is four, uh, four seasons. But at the same time, you can, you can plan out your year, right? You can plan out your three years and you can plan out your five years, right? We like to simplify it here at Next Level and just really talk about the 90-day season and what's in front of you and then rinse and repeat. And we've found that people tend to get more things done. Their time management drastically improves. Um, when you have a plan and you stick to it and it's written out and it's consistent, and that's the key is being consistent and doing the work. You'll have the results 100% of the time. We've seen it time after time after time. We've seen thousands of loan officers win and we've seen many fail, right? And we've seen many fail to come back and win, right? And so 
when we ask that question, it's like, hey, what was, you know, what was the thing that you did? And they're like, well, I just, I, I did what I said I was going to do and I stayed consistent in those activities. Yeah. You know, the, the big thing is, is that the reason we work inside of 90 day seasons and you get foundations 90 for free when you upgrade to pro, which your entire membership is worth just having access to, to power 90 plus you get a ton more in there. You can get that at become nl.com as well too. But the reason we break things down in 90 day season. So, so KTA, you and I've been helping loan officers for well over a decade. And like, when I, when I hear in some groups or I hear people talk about, and they're like, all right, write down your year goals. And then they're like, okay, double it. And then they're like, well, you double it. And then, you know, cause then if you come up short and it, it's just like, it's a bunch of crap. Like people in general, like if you ask them what your year long goals are often greatly overestimate what they can get done in a year, but greatly underestimate what they can get done in five to 10 years. And so like setting those, they're just hard. You write this stuff down on a sheet of paper, you stuff it in your desk you, and you know, most people, they pull it up next October and they're like, oh, hey, actually got some of this stuff done. The thing is, is that when you break your year into parts, when you break it into 90 day seasons and you go through foundations, 90 and power, 90 and power, 90 and power, 90, and you keep rocking it, then you have benchmarks that you put in place on these 30 and 60 day outcomes that lead to your goal. You sit down weekly and put the ATMs on your calendar for the following week. You look at what you did last week and say, Hey, did I get this done? Did I, how did I execute on this? Was I a two? Was I an eight? Was I a 10? Like what, what, what did I do when I accomplished this? And you do so objectively. You don't have to celebrate a ton. You definitely don't kick yourself in the shorts when you, you don't do something. You just move it to the following week. Like one, one of the things, like, so when the, this is, this is just people, KT. So like somebody starts to work out and then they miss a day and then they miss two days and then like they feel like they got to make up for They're three defeated. days. And then, so they don't go. And then all of a sudden, ah, they, they, they throw it out of habit. Uh, I try to write two handwritten uh, notes every single day. You want to know how many times a week I actually write 10 handwritten notes eh, about zero, but like, I don't beat myself up about doing it or not doing it. Like it, it's on there for me to do. And when I execute and I win. It's awesome. And we, we rock and roll from there, but I don't like go the next day and I'm like, Oh man, well now I got to write four. Oh, it's been two. Now I got to write six. Like it, it's just two. And so that is the, the thing that people have to focus on in, in order to excel is like, listen, you can't change what you did yesterday. You can only change today. And if Maybe you get a chance to, in this case, write three notes instead of two, but it doesn't matter. All you have to do is what your goals are for today. And if you continue to do that, you win. So, so there's one for you right now that you can do every day. And I guarantee you, if you write two handwritten notes every single day, it will have an impact on your business. Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of originators out there, they don't make time for those strategies, right? Those, those those actions that, you know, that matter in our, in our business, things that we know that move the needle when you do them with consistency. But again, you know, and just to pause on that, and we've got, I mean, Sean, you and I can talk about 
actions. We got thousands of them, I feel like, you know, that we can, you know, that you can strategize on and everyone's different. And so you kind of pick your flavor. But how do you like, how do you get out of how do you how do you do these things consistently? Like, how does it because, you know, we're all distracted by the surface confusion and the emails and, and all of these things. And I can tell you that, you know, the longer that I do this, I always find new ways to be able to get more done. And what I have learned over the years is the less that I do, then the more I get done. Right. I know that sounds opposite of, of reality, but you'll get there. Right. And I think that it's important. Like, like I'll give you one, like, l- let me give one example. Okay. First of all, you got to, the, the plan has to be put in place. You have to have an idea of what you want to do. I had a realtor reach out to me in November, just before Thanksgiving. And they said, is there any way that I can pick your brain at the, at, you know, at the beginning of the year? Cause I really want to strategize and put together a plan. And I told the guy, I was like, well, why are we waiting till the beginning of the year? Why don't we plan that meeting now? Right. And it's the same for loan officers. Like if you, you know, in, in, in you know, it's the beginning of the year, uh, 2024. If you don't have it planned, you got to get it planned. And so there's little things I feel like that make all the difference, right? That are so small. And I'm going to give you one because I think it's important for people. Like this is like real reality, right? Cause it's easy to, you know, Sean, we've been doing this for so long. It's almost our normal, right? We can, we can execute on these things and we don't even really think about it sometimes because we've just learned it, you know, over the years. But like one thing that I feel is just a huge, Benefit is organizing your workspace. You ever notice that? Like when you clean your kitchen or you clean your house or you clean your office and you can get your work area organized, you feel more productive. Would you agree? It's nice to remove clutter from your life. What's that? It's nice to remove clutter from your life. It is. And so that's just like, that's one win that's real easy that you can jumpstart. But then when you start learning how to leverage tech wisely, um, set those clear goals and priorities um, and start learning time management techniques. You know, how do you, how do you avoid the time vampires in your life? Right. And it's simple things. It's, it's shutting your door. It's locking your door. It's uh, cutting off email. It's silencing your phone, putting on, do not disturb, tracking your, you know, tracking your time with task, right. With little alarms. Like there's just a lot of little things that you can do. Um, I was listening. Uh, I'd heard uh, Sean uh, inside the pro community, um, Sean Richards, uh, one of our awesome contributors uh, with Next Level. He was talking that, you know, he comes in in the morning. He's very, very strategic with his time and he knocks out all of his loan, you know, type of responsibilities. First thing, he gets them all knocked out and then he spends the rest of the afternoon focused on those actions that matter. But I think that, you know, we, we allow these outside things to, um, um, to distract us. You know, I think that we start our days off slow. I think a lot of loan officers start their days off slow, right? Maybe there's no self-care, right? So I know Sean, you're a big, you know, five thirty in the morning, you're going to, you're going to go work out. And by the time Started you get to the, today, but yeah, five. Okay. But by the time you get to the office, you've done, you know, You've got a good portion of your day knocked out. You start feeling good about yourself, but it's the little wins. You know, it's like making your bed, right? Like make your bed, right? That's a win, right? And then you just, you know, you you start you start getting this confidence about yourself and this way of being, and you become a lot more effective, you know, and even in like things like delegation, right? Well, what can I delegate, 
right? What can I get off my plate that isn't a good use of my time? You really have to think about those things as you're getting into this season of planning, right? It's very important. And then also, and then once the planning's in, the planning really isn't the hard part. It's really, to me, it's the simplest part. The hardest part is actually implementing it and doing it on a very, very consistent basis. And you know, putting reminders in place, whether you're writing it, you know, I like to write things on my calendar, but they're also on my electronic calendar, right? And I use them for different reasons. I like a quick view and then I like to have my phone. I like to pull it up on my computer. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's more than one way, like whatever works for you is I think what's important. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not a one size fits all thing. And, and I want to talk a little bit more about some specific ATMs, but Katie, yep. you brought up an amazing point about like <clears throat> my workouts in the morning. And whether it's my workout in the morning or you sitting down and journaling for a half hour or reading a book or taking some time in the day to to meditate, like everybody needs me time. Every single person has to have wins in their day and you've got to put yourself first. Like there's the reason when the plane's going down and then they tell you, Every time you get on a plane, fortunately, uh, I've never been on one, but uh, like to put your mask on first because you can't save anybody else if you don't save yourself first. And so you mentioned uh, make your bed. And for those of you who don't notice, like, or don't know the reference, uh, not only is it just literally make your bed, it's the first win you can have of the day, but it's a fantastic book. Uh, it's great on Audible. Uh, former Navy SEAL who was a super bad mofo uh, um, authored the book. Um, it's only a couple hour listen to. And uh, my boys, like when we were on road trips, that's the, one of the books uh, that, that they asked to listen to. They like Andy Andrews a lot too. It's just a, another little side tip for you. He's an amazing author if you're in the car with your kids. So you've got to have this time that you have scheduled for yourself five, six, if you can, seven days a week, because you will be a better human being if you do. Now, in these times when, you know, business is a little slower, we, so you've got to get your plan. You've got to execute. Like one of the things that I did, I'll give you a little secret over um, Thanksgiving. Like if you know me, you know, I love Google, you know, it's a huge source of business uh, for me. Uh, I get, I've gotten a lot of reviews over the years. Should have gotten a lot more, but but I, I still have more than most people in my area. So over the course of Thanksgiving, um, that week, I sent out a quick little email to all. I, I still had roughly half of my clients for the year had not given me a, a review yet. So I sent an email to all of them telling them I was thankful for them. And I was like, hey, man, you know what? If you're thankful for me, could you please click this link and take three minutes uh, and, and just write a quick review for me? Because like 97% of people, they open up Chrome as their browser. They are already logged into Google. So they don't have to do anything or create anything. I, mean, I know there's a few out there that you still have your AOL account. And if that's you and all you use, I ain't judging. Uh, but you can you can log into Google with AOL as well too. And, and I had them write reviews and, and I got a lot more reviews for doing that. So that's that's one thing like that moves the needle in my business. It just doesn't move the needle in my business today because it helps with my search rank. That's going to pay dividends next year and the following year and the following year for me. Writing these handwritten notes, doing weekly check-ins. Now, listen, I know that probably there is not a coaching platform 
community of loan officers, something on the planet that does not tell you to do weekly check-ins buyers, the listing side, with the title company, with your buyer's agents, you should be doing this every single week. Like This is just something that flat out moves the needle. I really focus on it with listing agents, especially with listing agents who do a fair amount of business. And I have a really high percentage in baseball terms of people converting, uh, me, me getting high quality listing agents to start sending me their buyer sides. Cause you know what happens with a high quality listing agent? KT, you hear this all the time. It's like, this listing agent's all like, I just do a few buyers a year. You know, they, they're listing 20 or 30 houses. And they're like, well, I just do a few buyers a year. I don't even know why your focus isn't on me. And they're like, it's 10. I'm like, Wait, you're doing 10 buyers right now? Like most yeah. buyers agents aren't doing 10 buyers a year right now. So like it's big money that you can turn it around for yourself when uh, when you focus on these people who think they're not doing very much in volume, relatively speaking. I always want to ask those real estate agents, well, do your do your sellers not buy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, are they not buying? Um, yeah, I love that. I love that review strategy. We uh, it, it's it's like the gift that keeps on giving, right? Because you know, to your point, the edge ranking, the SEO. People are looking on Google for reviews. It's a real simple strategy to implement. There's a thousand different ways to do it, it seems like. Uh, we recently have done it. You know, I went to my database, Sean, not long ago. Um, I guess it was in November. that, And we, we had several hundred that have not done reviews. Well, I just put them on a review campaign and offered to pay their mortgage payment or enter their name into a drawing to pay their mortgage payment if they give us a review. I think in the first two weeks, we had like six. That's six more reviews that I didn't have before, right? Might have been, might have been more, but it was, you know, six or eight. So, uh, Katie, can you send me that link? Uh, yeah, sure, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. <laughs> I want to, I want to get registered in that contest. Yeah, but, uh, but I think the point that we're we're trying to make is there's there's just a lot of activities that you can do inside of your business that we teach inside of Next Level to really stay focused on getting more business. And it's like, how do you get more business with the least amount of work as possible? Because we're already busy enough. You know, how do we, how do we take our time, right? Because we all have the same equal amount of time and how do we make the most out of it, right? And it's not just the go planning part. It's not just the actions that matter. It's really said it's, it's discipline, it's consistency, it's, it's rinsing and repeating and understanding that you're going to fail and that you're, you know, hopefully will fail forward and you'll motivate yourself to get better. And some days you'll do great. You know, I have days even now, Sean, in my business where I'm like, man, I freaking rocked it out today. And then there's other days I get through damn three quarters of the day and I'm like, man, I haven't gotten shit done today. You know, and I have to like really, you know, put my boot, you know, strap my boots up and say, let's go. Let's get to work. Let's get this knocked out, you know. And, um, you know, and there's things that you can do around that. Like I like to reward myself. Hey, man, if I get these things done, I'm going to reward myself with this. Right. Um, I like um, I like to have, you know, I used to put up um, for a long time. I had a picture of a lake house because I always wanted a lake house. I finally got one. Right. But I went around and I looked at this picture all the time. It was in my office of this lake house. And I knew it was a constant reminder to stay focused, not be distracted uh, because it's so easy, man to get on YouTube and go down a rabbit hole or Facebook and be down a rabbit hole or TikTok and go down a rabbit hole. I mean, yesterday I was kicking myself. I, I literally, I needed to go to Facebook to look up 
one individual <laughs> thing and went on there and like five minutes later i'm like why am i here and like closed out the window and of course when i closed out that window like the the thing that i was like oh that's why i was going over there so then i like it's it's easy for us all to get distracted in those things Bro, fortunately it was only a five minute waste of time I but, but that happens that you know th there's a the lot time. that you can do though whether you have a lot of business right now you need to get a few more loans. Like, like there's things that you can be doing every single day to, to work on your business. One of those things is, you know, learning products right now, because this is a different market. Like, so I cut my teeth during the great recession on 203k loans when everybody said, don't do those. And okay, this is a time before LO comp went into effect like it is now. And on those loans, the, you could back in those days, just, you know, you could charge a whole lot more on those loans because nobody wanted to do them. Few people could close them at all. And they're just, people weren't that good at them. So I was like, wait, this is a product. Like I was already rehabbing houses and I knew the, the, the gist of all of it, of everything better than most LOs. Then the product wasn't that hard to learn because I was just managing the loan versus managing my own renovation project. And so I, I did a ton of those loans. And then, you know, the last four, five years, almost nobody's going to accept an offer with a 203k or a home style loan that I'm like, oh yeah, it's just going to take 45 or 60 days to close because we've got to work with your contractor and get these bids. You know what, KD, right now? I've got people reaching out to me again from years ago being like, hey, do you still do those loans? I got this property that's sitting and, and it's, it's an as-is sale, but it needs a fair amount of work. And if you could put something together showing like what $100,000 more than, you know, this purchase price of three fifty dollars is and somebody could kind of get an idea of what some new kitchens and baths and things look like, we could move that house. Just like we're seeing with contingencies and things. Like, you know, the, the DSCR products that are out, like their niches get riches and, yeah. and it's a good time to hone your craft. So if, if you don't have this, if you don't have a loan close in the next 30 days, what's your company good at? What investors are you signed up that are really good at a certain product? What are you passionate about? Go be an expert on that. And the thing is with being an expert in the mortgage world, it's like, you know, Frank Abagnale, you know, the, the, the greatest con man that, that ever lived ended up working with the FBI. I don't know. It's, it's Matt Damon or Leonardo DiCaprio. They did that movie. Um, and I'm convinced that those two people, someday we're going to find out that's, those are the same, that's the same person. But, um, like he's, was that they were asking when he did the, when he was a professor, like, how are you a professor? He's like, I read a chapter ahead. So like becoming an expert on a product in our world, I guess it's not that hard there's somebody in your company that can help you there's an investor who you can reach out to who's really good at those loans and you know what that ae's got a little bit extra time on their hands they can train you too well i think that wraps us up man you know it's uh it's just a good reminder for those that are listening that if you're not where you want to be schedule a time schedule a day and just get it knocked out and if that means you need to be away from the office or away from your home, make that commitment to yourselves. Because I promise you, when you can plan out your year like that, it makes a it makes a world of difference. 
in your business. KT, it's a pleasure as always. Y'all, yep. I'm Sean Zalmanoff. Go to becomenl.com right now if you are not part of our community and uh, become part of our community. Peace out. See you.